Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the 1 160 the second photography podcast. What I must say is it's incredibly warm here in the UK and so I've got my windows open. I'm maybe not in the quietest of place to record this podcast so you might hear some odd noises but I, I would just be sweltering otherwise so that's what I'm going to do. So this podcast is about summer shooting and this really goes hand in hand with the warm weather. We've got some warm weather in the UK and most people are going to assume that that's great for photography hot sunny weather but actually it's not it's terrible for photography particularly taking pictures of people and doing portraits so i recently did a shoot with a female model and it happened to be the hottest day of the year so far it's a sweltering day this model was really looking forward to it and really keen to start the shoot and crack on with the shoot and i delayed the shoot till the evening in fact we i think we met around eight o'clock so we didn't shoot till 8 o'clock and that was deliberate because one, it avoided being out in the hottest part of the day. I think in that day I, I just sat about in the house, it was so hot. And it also avoided problems with bright sunlight conditions. So when I was on the shoot, it reminded me of all the problems you get when you shoot on a sunny day. And I wanted to really share these in the podcast. But before I go into detail in this episode, I just want to make people aware of where you can gain access to the podcast. I've been doing some work to really widen the access of this podcast. So I've been busy putting it on other platforms. So for most people, iTunes is the way to access this podcast and that still remains um, in place. I will never move away from iTunes. You can still access this podcast on SoundCloud. You can now access the whole back catalogue through patreon.com forward slash 160SPP and that access is exclusive to Patreons. The podcast is now on Buzzsprout and that's only going to be the last two episodes but it does widen where you can access the podcast from. It will also be on TuneIn, Stitcher and Alexa. And hopefully, if you say play photography podcast to Alexa, it will play my podcast or play this podcast. And interestingly, my first attempt to get on Alexa got rejected because I didn't pick a suitable enough phrase. So that's still being approved, but hopefully that will get approved and saying photography podcast will access this podcast. Fantastic. I'm still not on Spotify yet. It's quite difficult to get on Spotify and I have submitted a request twice, but I've had no feedback. There's also some tweaks I'm experimenting with at the moment. So you might notice some small differences as I try different things out. So thanks for bearing with me and continuing to support my podcast. And it really does mean a great deal to me. So up next, I'm going to talk about how to shoot in sunny conditions, really sunny conditions. I'm going to talk about the problems you'll experience, how to overcome them and some other information. So shooting in sunny conditions is less than ideal and shooting in bright sunny conditions is very far from ideal. And the problems are you're going to get overexposed images because it's going to be so bright unless you can go to a really really fast shutter speed you're not going to be able to shoot with a really shallow depth of field unless of course you use an nd filter you're going to get really harsh shadows on your model and you're going to get harsh shadows on anything really you're going to get pronounced shadows on landscape pictures on everything you're going to have hard lights which is not very good. The model, if you're using a model, is likely to be squinting because it's so bright. And if you're facing the sun, they're going to be squinting, they're going to be pulling a terrible face, and it's not going to be a good picture. The sky might come out as full white, and it might be clipped as full white. And that's not going to show any colours, any clouds, any texture. And it's also incredibly tiring shooting in really, really hot conditions. 
there are some obvious solutions. And the first one is just don't shoot in the bright sun. There are two ways around this. And the first one is to change the time of day you shoot to be closer to sunrise or sunset. One to two hours before sunset and one to two hours after sunrise, you have something called the golden hour. And that's when you get the best light of the day. So these lovely images you see of people in the sun without harsh shadows and things, they're taken in golden hour. They're not taken at midday or one o'clock or two o'clock when the sun is at its highest. They're taken when the sun is at its lowest. And it means you don't get such harsh light. With my example of the shoot I did, I did my shoots at eight o'clock. I don't think sunset till about half past nine that night. But yeah, eight o'clock certainly fell within golden hour. There is a app which helps you work out for each location when golden hour is or when sunset is and the direction of the sun. And that's called the photographer's ephemeris, which will help you map sunset, golden hour for each specific location and the direction of sun. Because you might want, if you're capturing a building, you might want a specific, the sun to be in a specific direction. The other way to avoid the bright sun is to shoot in shade. So if you shoot in shade, then you're not going to have those harsh shadows. And people call it open shade because it's an open space, so you're still getting lots of light. And you'll get a soft light in shade, believe it or not. You won't get any harsh shadows. That is a really good way to do things. That's going to bring a problem. Because if you want to balance exposure for the background and the foreground, i.e. the model and the background, so you've got to sort of underexpose for your model. And then, of course, you won't be able to see your model or she'll be underexposed or they will be underexposed, actually. What I would do with that is I would advise using either a reflector to just pour some more light onto the model or use a flash. Now, if you are going to use a reflector, you want it to look natural. So my advice is to get someone else to hold up a reflector and to do it in a way that mimics the light we see. So we see light coming from the sun and it streams down from the heavens. It doesn't come up from the ground, it streams down. So we want to mimic that. So you need someone to hold the reflector and you want them to hold it up above their head and tilt it at 45 degrees towards the model. And that will give a look that mimics what we see when we look at stuff lit by the sun. You might want to use the golden side of the reflector just to give it a more summery feel and matching what you're seeing elsewhere in the image. But you can also use flash to bring up the light of your model. And there's more on that in episode 21. So you can take your model and you can just turn them and you can turn them so that their back is facing the sun rather than their front. And the reason you would do that is one, it prevents them squinting. It prevents it being uncomfortable for them. And this actually applies to the reflector. If you're firing light at them with a reflector, you might actually heat them up. You might make them sweaty and squinty and you might heat them up. So you need to just maybe move your reflector off to the side so that you don't heat them up. So if you shoot with your model with their back to the sun, they're going to get a really nice um, halo effect or rim light effect just from the sun. And you can do this with natural light. You don't always need flash or reflector. But if you just position them so that the sun is coming from the side or from the back, they do look much better. They get a nice rim light. The hair looks really nice and you get a nicer image and you don't get harsh shadows. Compare that to flipping them round so they're facing the sun. They're going to be squinting. They're going to have harsh shadows and they're going to be overexposed other things you can do is you can shoot with flash now you can shoot with flash to balance the light output but you can also do this trick with flash which is called high speed sync flash and people say well that overpowers the sun well it doesn't actually overpower the sun high speed sync allows you to have a very high shutter speed with flash normally you're limited in flash you can normally go to about one two hundredth of a second 
one 250th, one 300th, around that. But you can't go any faster because there is the flash duration to consider. High-speed sync allows you to have a much faster shutter speed. And actually, if you take a picture at a really high shutter speed, you actually kill the ambient light. You don't allow it in. So on a bright sunny day, if you shoot with a really, really fast shutter speed, I'm sort of talking thousand, one thousandth of a second or one two thousandth of a second, that sort of magnitude, you will drastically cut out the amount of light. And so what you can do, you can shoot at those really high shutter speeds and you can illuminate your model with a high speed sync flash. And so therefore, they illuminate really well. They have a balanced exposure, but the background doesn't. So you get rid of that harsh light. You can actually make it look like it's sunset or sunrise or even nighttime by using high speed sync flash. And that's really good. It drastically cuts out the ambient light and it looks like, although it isn't the case, that you're overpowering the sun. So those are the tips I'm giving you as I'm sitting in my car, sweating away with no air conditioning on, thinking about how to do shoots in the summer. You could always avoid them, but that's not always possible, not what you always want to do. Take my tips of shooting in golden hour, shooting in the shade, turning the model so the back of them is illuminated by the sun, not the front of them, and using high-speed sync. That shoot I talked about, I'm going to put some bonus content up on Patreon for my Patreon supporters. Patreon supporters can access some BTS and some other thoughts on that shoot. I'd really appreciate it if you could give this podcast a review on iTunes. That would really help grow the podcast and I would really appreciate it. And I'd like your feedback. It'd be really good. It's been a very short podcast, but hopefully it will get people out shooting in the summer. Thank you. Goodbye.